Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club, the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items to cover. First, if you like the episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running. Second, if you are a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, we created an ebook for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All we charge is our admin cost to keep the show running. So, if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says get the ebook to grab yourself a copy today. So with that said, let's dive right in. Today we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. We are back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today with us, we have Adam Carswell. Adam is a real estate entrepreneur and podcast host coming to us. I actually did not ask the city. Adam, where are you coming to us from? (laughs) We are coming from the first city in North America that the sun rises on every day. That's St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada. I think it was actually established in like very close to 1500. So hi, guys. How are you doing? (laughs) Interesting. I love it. From Canada, Newfoundland. It's got to be cold up there about now, right? It's it's the most, you know, every, I think I've lived in a handful of places around the world and everyone always complains about their weather no matter where you live. Oh, it's the most bipolar weather ever. ever. <laughs> but I do have to say, so I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio too. Um, this actually is the most bipolar <laughs> weather you will see um, anywhere in the world that I've lived. That's so, crazy. Yeah, uh, We can get into that more, but we always start with stories here at the Real Estate Investing Club. So why don't you take us back to the beginning? How did you get started in real estate? All right. So as I mentioned, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, went to college, University of Western Pennsylvania at Westminster College, played basketball and ran track there for four years, had a pretty solid career, continued the athletics, which took me to Belize, Central America, where I played and coached basketball at a collegiate level and professional level. Um, I also had the privilege of playing for and coaching two national championship college basketball teams. So that was just like, wow. And that was the direction I was heading with my career at the time. But then I realized, you know what? Basketball helped me see the world and it taught me that I love leadership, but I'm not actually that, like I'm not bleeding basketball 24-7 like a lot of these guys who are NCAA coaches. And I realized that wasn't going to be a good fit. So I moved back to the U.S., to Washington, D.C., where I had a connection who was a recruiter for Sherwin-Williams, the paint company. And I managed Great stores. Paint, by the way, I love it. <laughs> if anyone needs... To paint, I think I still have connections there. So, <laughs> um, but got in the door with Sherwin Williams and had a blast uh, for two years. Got kind of like my professional grooming through them, and then I just realized, you know, there's there's a little bit of a ceiling in that side of things as as much as I actually was enjoying it. And um, had a few people in my world that were realtors, and I was like, that seems more my fit because anyone I know who you know, just to put it straight up, like anyone who has lots of wealth is normally making it through tech or real estate, like most consistently. I'm like, all right, I know that's the direction I want to go because I can see more freedom in my life that way. So I picked real estate, got started with Remax 
And that was for two years. And then during my time at Remax, I think like many of us in the investing world, we get in the door through the HGTV like vision. And then we realize like <laughs> the lies is what I call them. The lies. <laughs> and we realize like, oh, you can actually own a, you know, 300 or 400 unit property if you just know what you're doing. And actually it's much more scalable in the long run too. So um, got, got, I started seeing the light through my boss and mentor now, Hunter Thompson over at ASEM Capital. And I went through his mentorship program back in 2017. Fast forward three years later, and now um, not only has the program evolved, but I'm a major part of making sure that it operates. Uh, I handled pretty much all everything from a management perspective. I just got to make sure Hunter shows up and teaches. And, you know, it's a little bit about what I'm doing now in commercial real estate, but I'm sure we'll talk about some other things here today. So, Gabe, thank you for letting me get, get that uh, introduction out. Yeah, man. No, I love it. And it's a great introduction. I mean, you were down in Belize coaching basketball and you and you made the pivot. I, I always uh, applaud people when they make pivots like that because it is, uh, it's not easy to be going down a path and then be like, okay, this is not the right path for me. And then go, you know, 180 degree turn and do something else. So uh, kudos to you there. Thank you. Yeah. I think like a lot of us, it was like, I never knew I was actually going to get into real estate, but it's awesome. <laughs> That's where I was. I was a, uh, I was in corporate, but um, it's not my story. We're we're going down yours. So you're in syndication now, and you kind of specialize in syndication and marketing. Um, you know, we've had a few syndicators on the podcast. Briefly, in case somebody hasn't hasn't actually you know been down this route yet, explain what syndication is and and how it allows people to actually um, you know scale our business. Sure. And yeah, I think uh, the marketing, the marketing piece is probably my, my forte and my strength. That's what got me in the door, for example, with Hunter and, and a couple other business partners. So um, I'm going to do my best. I'll give you guys a third grade definition of what syndication is. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's basically a, a group of, of individuals, I'd say not always, but it tends to be people who are in the same network, friends, uh, work together, colleagues, but again, doesn't necessarily have to be pulling their capital together and then going in on an investment deal where, you know, normally you're looking to acquire property and add value to it, make sure it cash flows, scale it anywhere from a three to 10 year window. And then within that three to 10 year window, make an exit, you know, sell the property back. And then everyone gets, you know, the ideal returns that were underwritten before going into the deal. So it's a really cool way to to make money in real estate without having to, um, you know, do the, I guess the residential way too. You can't do residential syndications, don't get me wrong, but um, it's a good way to buy commercial property, like, like apartments, mobile home parks, that type of thing. Yep. 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 That's actually uh, where mobile home parks is our game. So that's what we do. Um, Syndication. Yeah. I wish they didn't use that word because it's not, it, it just sounds bigger than what it actually is. It's just people putting money together and then using that money to buy something bigger than they would otherwise be, you know, have access to. And syndication sounds so complicated. Um, and it can be very complicated. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong, especially when you got, you know, different levels of equity and, and you know, JV partners, passive partners, all that stuff. But in its essence, it really is just pulling, you know, putting people's money together and then buying something big that one person. Still waiting for like Merriam Webster dictionary to change it from, you know, everyone thinks also radio or like broadcasting <laughs> when yeah. you hear syndication, right? So I don't know when the real estate definition is going to make its way in there. Maybe an invest investorpedia, investopedia, but <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. One of these days, you know, real estates, we're, we're just holding out. Um, so I want to go into marketing because that is your your main strength there and uh, marketing, especially when you're talking about generating off-market leads. It is the most important skill that you can develop um, on the real estate side. Before we do that, can you tell me just a little bit more about ASIM Capital and what you guys are doing over there? 
Yep. So we've been in business for almost 10 years. Actually, I got to double check. It might 2021, I think, would put us at 10 years, maybe 11. I check with Hunter. He'll probably laugh that I don't know, but <laughs> close to 10 years, um, a little under 100 million in assets under management. And uh, we kind of built a name and a reputation for ourselves, funny enough, as you just mentioned, investing in mobile home parks and self-storage. Um, and then I'd say within the past three years, we've started to diversify into other asset classes, um, workforce housing to be one, which has been, um, you know, that, that was cool that we did that because I noticed for a while, especially in teaching the course, like we could teach people about multifamily, but we didn't actually like have like proof that like that's what we were doing. Now we have a really cool partnership with a group uh, based out of San Antonio. So I know Hunter's all in on, on educating on that side of things. Um, and then I just mentioned an alternative asset class to you before the call. Um, we just launched a fund for, um, it's an ATM fund. I laugh and, because uh, <laughs> like ATM, what the hell? Yeah. And um, it's a, right? ATM guys, you know, cash is, cash is going to die now, right? Not if you take, I'm telling you right now, if you take a look at what we're talking about, follow up with me later, I'll send you a webinar that answers all the FAQs. It's one of the most compelling, like secret deals that you'll find. And I think we're almost, uh, we've almost got the entire fund filled up. And then um, <clears throat> the one cool thing that happened last year, we also did our first senior living fund and um, that oversubscribed, it was $2 million, a $2 million raise oversubscribed in eight hours. So um, Hunter is a savage and I'm just doing my best to make sure everyone knows it. <laughs> That's why I'm the marketing guy. <laughs> I love it. So, um, so on the syndication side, you guys got a hundred million AUM. Um, you're doing mobile homes, uh, storage, multifamily, senior living, and then, uh, shoot, what was that last one? ATM. Alternative right. asset. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I didn't know that you did mobile homes. That's awesome that you guys do that. How many, uh, well, we don't want to go too deep into that. So, um, I can drop a name real quick. Ryan Smith of Elevation Capital Group. He's based out of Orlando. We've we've worked with him very closely on those. So he's that that guy's also just if you don't know who Ryan Ryan Smith, Elevation Capital Group guys, go look him up. He is also a monster. <laughs> I, I feel like I have heard that name before, so that's uh, I'll have to check that out. Um, okay, so that's a whole bunch of different asset classes. So how did you guys? Uh, how do you guys decide which asset class to go with? Um, you know, this is this is going to definitely be one an answer that is more going to be, excuse me, more in Hunter's wheelhouse. But what I can see is um, like most companies always, you know, say and want to be, we prioritize the relationship over everything. So for example, the, one of the reasons why we, you know, it took us six or seven years before we did our first multifamily deal was because throughout that process, Hunter was vetting uh, the market, seeing, you know, who is out there that has that proven track record that we know, like, and trust that we can go and have dinner with for the next 10 years, you know, that type of thing. So um, I, I might've forgotten exactly what your question was, but I think it was just, how do you, how do we decide which direction we want to go? How do we vet our sponsors? And it's a very tedious process. Um, you can learn kind of how we do that through, as I mentioned, the mentorship program, I'll give you a little teaser here. It's about 12 hours of, of content materials altogether. The due diligence portion out of 11 modules, remember it's 12 hours altogether. The due, due diligence portion is three hours of content. So like Hunter has outside of raising capital pretty much made a name for himself through our due diligence process. And we love teaching it and it's, it's very tedious. Actually, there's a free ebook, 111 questions passive investors should be asking. I know I'm, I'm doing a lot of plugs now, but <laughs> if you want me to get it over to you, I could be happy to get it to you guys. 
Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to get that after the show. Um, but, you know, we want to get a little bit more um, detailed into, you know, what people can actually take away and apply to their own, um, their own investing, you know, out there in the real world. Um, due diligence really is, it is the most important. I already said it's the most important when I was talking about marketing, but this really is one of, <laughs> one of the most important skills uh, to, to master in real estate because due diligence is where you actually identify whether the property, the assumptions that you made going into the property are accurate. Um, and that is extremely important because you don't want to have a well that uh, is completely dried up and uh, and you didn't realize it was dried up. So um, let's talk a little bit more about marketing because that's more your wheelhouse. Um, as I mentioned before, I have, a cool, is- I have a cool marketing slash due diligence piece for you here too. I just thought of. I just had to say that before I forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're going that direction, let's uh, let's hear it. Because well, before I'm just kind of want to preface this: people who are listening and watching, um, marketing is the most important aspect when you're talking about the acquisition side of real estate. It's where everything starts. How you identify those uh, those the properties, the deals that you're actually um, you know taking down, and it includes things like networking. So don't discount networking from your marketing. So take us there, Adam. You are the marketing expert. How uh, how do you guys do it? What's what are what are some big takeaways that you could um, you could give people listening and watching? So it's all about in any deal. It's all about finding as many interesting angles and stories as to why this property is the chosen one. This is going to sound crazy, but even more than the numbers, because when you take a look at, you know, and I wish I could remember this, this reference off the top of my head, because he he uses a really cool reference in our class. But, um, you know, there's you, you could go online right now. There's all kinds of deals anywhere ranging from, you know, 15 to 28 percent IRR, like they all could be just as good as they sound, but you need to know someone who knows like, Oh, you know, by the way, this property actually used to be owned by a lady who was, you know, 90 years old and she like, didn't do this. And guess what? Like all the rents are like below half of what market is like, like, and those are little things that you don't put on the front page of your deal. You wait till you get on the phone with investors and you wait for them to, to kind of like throw rocks at what you're doing. And when you have like those one or two aces in your back pocket, it shows them a certain level of sophistication that isn't common in the marketplace because I think what, what a, a, an average, I wouldn't even say mistake, but someone might publicize what I just said, like the old lady reference in, in like the documents or something like that. That's something you wait. That's a, a back pocket ace. So finding as many interesting angles as you can on the deal and holding those, those aces in the back pocket. Um, that's kind of like, even with this ATM fund that I'm talking about, cause it's like, what, but don't worry. We like, there's some aces and I'm not going to share the aces on this call, but <laughs> they're, they're in the, in the webinar replay. So whenever, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm doing my salesmanship here too. So <laughs> no, no, no it's, uh, I mean, I mean, you started this, this whole thing out, you said stories, you mentioned stories, um, is how you guys, you know, do your marketing. And I 100% agree stories sell. It's not people can look at numbers. Numbers are how you should really be making your decisions, to be honest. But um, when it comes to real estate, but stories, that's where you get the emotion. That's where that's the thing that sells. So you guys, you guys create your stories by the different aspects of the properties themselves, correct? Yeah, we're all, you know, as I mentioned, just looking for an interesting angle. And, you know, this is where you actually, you don't necessarily have to be the smartest person in the room. You just have to make an observation that you think, Oh wow! No one else is actually no one else is catching this right now. Um, that's my yeah. That's my advice on on Mark. stories. You got to have a story focus. Numbers are definitely important, but you got to have that that piece that grabs the the heartstrings. 
Awesome. And I, I love that you use the word observation because that's really what it comes down to, especially when you're, you know, when you're walking the properties um, and you're observing the things that you think could be a value add. So for instance, um, if maybe they have, you know, we, we deal with mobile home parks. A lot of the parks that we walk, they have dumpsters on the properties that are overflowing. There's no enclosure. Uh, it's just dirty. Um, and that that will detract people from actually coming into the property and wanting to stay there. And so that is, you know, it's a small example of something like what Adam's talking about is walking your properties, looking at the angles, what can be improved, what can what type of, uh, you know, what's the, the, the story that you can get, that you can glean from this that you can tell other investors um, who who may be wanting to invest in your properties themselves. And I had um, Ryan Smith, uh, who I mentioned earlier on Elevation Capital Group. I have a podcast. I know we'll probably put that in the end, but I had him on my show recently. And um, he was talking about a self-storage facility that they recently acquired. And everything about the deal, they just loved it. And they got to the, to the site. And there's a huge dent like in the front door. And like the motto of this group is like Disneyland clean. Like they make sure all their stuff is just super tight. And mainly the, the interesting thing was like they asked the current owners like, how long has this dent been here? Like it was pretty bad, bad sight to see. And they're like, Oh, I don't know, seven or eight years. And they all kind of like look at each other, like, like just making a little tweak like that. I know it sounds crazy, but once they get in there, like it's little tweaks like that is just what scale the value of the property. Yep. Absolutely. It really is. It's the small things that, uh, that really, um, that add the, the curb appeal to your property that will, that will help it sell not only to people who want to invest with you, but also people who want to live on your properties. I mean, if you have uh, a property that, you know, there's, there's paint chipping or there's uh, and, you know, the small things, even if you don't replace, if you're talking about single family, if you don't replace the light switches, um, they're the old like yellow color and you don't switch them over to white, that, that type of thing makes a difference. So um, love that you brought that up. We are, uh, we're nearing the 20 minute mark. So I'm going to push us into the quick question round. Quick question round is where I ask quick questions. You give me quick answers. Always starts with books. I love books. So tell me two things, two book recommendations, one for your favorite um, real estate related book and one for your favorite general life wisdom book. Okay. Favorite real estate related book. I'm going to go with raising capital for real estate. Drum roll, please. The author. Hunter Thompson. <laughs> um, guys, as I mentioned a few times on this call, the the mentorship program that we teach, I would definitely say that that book is kind of like the playbook and then the program is like the next level. So raisingcapitalforrealestate.com, you can get it for free plus shipping right now. Oh, and then my other favorite non-real estate book right here, Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson. Um, actually oh, yeah. still working my way through it, but anything Russell Brunson <laughs> just always blows my mind. And this book is awesome. So <laughs> yeah, Russell Brunson, he's, a, he, he's, he's quite a character. That's for sure. Um, moving on to the next question. Uh, this goes back to your younger self. So if you go back to the Adam who was, you know, back in Belize, you know, teaching basketball, didn't have real estate on the horizon yet. Um, go to him, look him in the eye, give him one piece of advice moving forward. Just keep doing your thing. <laughs> that's what I would say. Don't get discouraged. I, Cause yeah, that's a, I was thinking back like, yeah, I didn't know I was going to get into real estate. Um, but I think this is the, this was the perfect way. Just don't give up. I know it sounds kind of simple, but that's what I would say. No, that that is uh, that is a great piece of advice. Just choose a hill and start rolling down it. Don't don't uh, don't switch from hill to hill. So, great piece of advice. Moving on to the next question, and this is about location. We always, you know, we live in a huge nation here in the U.S. There are many great places to invest. So, what is the area that you guys over there at ASIM Capital are most excited about? Hmm. This is, well, I can't necessarily speak 
for our entire company, but I know one thing that we've talked about and that I'm keeping an eye on, I think Boise might be like the next Austin, maybe not quite as big as Austin, but there's a lot of opportunity there. And I just gave a shout out to Russell Brunson. He lives there. So (laughs) Boise. Boise. Mm-hmm. Boise is, is great. And it's really pretty too. I mean, it's a, it's, it's great, not only because of the real estate, but also because of the, the nature. So Boise, shout out to Boise. If you, if we've got, we've got connections there, guys. Anyone want some Boise connections? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, and the next question is an opportunity for you to flex. I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say here, but um, if you could put on your Superman cape, what are you absolutely amazing at? What is your strength? Oh, okay. Um, making friends. Making friends. There you That's go. <laughs> I'll keep it simple for you. <laughs> <laughs> Learn it back in kindergarten. Can't do your own. I actually um, had episode 127 of Dream Chasers going out today, and it's called From Kindergarten to Kingdom Come. It's with one of my friends from kindergarten. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, and all right. So now we are on to the last question. This is for the listeners. You've given us a lot of pieces of advice, a lot of good wisdom. So if somebody wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? Best way, one single best way to do that is go to my website, carswell.io. And I'd ask you to go there because it's got every single way you could contact me on your preference from there. Anyone in social media, you can send me a a message. It'll go straight to my email, carswell.io. Perfect. That is C-A-R-S-W-E-L-L.io. I will put that URL in the show notes. So if you guys want to check that out, click a little more in the description. It'll pop down the full description and you can click through and say hi to Adam there. Um, so Adam, again, thank you very much for hopping on the show. It was a pleasure having you here. Great being here, Gabe. You got a great show. Keep it up and thank you for all the work you put into it. Thank you. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason that we do this. So we appreciate having you here. Again, the best way to support the show, just to subscribe, like, share this episode with your friends and family. Other than that, hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep kicking ass in real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. 
After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses when you download the ebook today. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.